I'm Rich. And I'm Reuben. And welcome to Clarity, where we discuss the ideas and experiences that shape how we think and live. And it has been a while since we have it has been, a while. been able to record. Um, 2020 happened, and um, we appreciate your patience with that, but we're going to spend a little time updating on what's going on with us and what's happened since we've last released an episode. So, Do you think like the, the new term will be like 2020 happened when bad things happen? I mean, yeah, like 2020 is going to be the new, you know, like I've seen mugs with like, it says 2020 and a one star review and stuff like that. I, I'm, yeah, I, uh, one day when I was at the comic book store, <clears throat> my total came out to 2020 and they're like, buy something else, you know, like, <laughs> so, so that 20 is the new 13. Is that what we're trying to say? It, it seems that 2020 is the new 13. Oh, 2020. 2020 is a new 13. Okay. I don't think we're going to redo right. our vision standards, but I mean, right. I'm right. not sure, but I, I think so, Ruben. Yeah. It's like, it's not quite 666. Yeah. But it's pretty bad. I kind of wish it was because like it's, that, that means that there's like the end times coming like so close that Jesus is coming, man. And, and this will be over soon, you know, but hey, that's an, it is what it that's is. That's an interesting topic. Maybe we can do that more in our clear truth situation, but I mean, we focus so much on like just omens versus like a holistic, a like actual organic indicator of something happening. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. Jesus is like, it's like Jesus is waiting for someone to walk across the path of a black cat. Then he can come. Or is it It, it, (laughs) like, we are attracted to those kind of things. We're attracted to conspiracy theories. We're attracted to like people like uh, trying to plot against other people. And we're so used now to, to hear like the there's, we are not united. And I don't know. I don't know. I guess uh, now controversy sells, you know, like being, Mm -hmm. being uh, polemic, like uh, just it sells. And well, I'm a little tired about it. I mean, I, I, I'm a little tired yet, yet, uh, we shouldn't dismiss the injustices that are happening. We shouldn't dismiss and and try to just unplug ourselves from this reality because this is the world that we are actually living today. And and that's a, a little segue into yes. our topic, I think. It is. It is. Um, for those who thought Ruben might have been digressing even further, no, no, he was actually <laughs> bringing it home um, because, Yay. good job, because today- For once. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe this is the new you. I don't know, but- Yeah. No, yeah. I think you're- I think I'm more the one that takes us off topic, but um, today, you know, 2020 hit us like a ton of bricks. But we're, what we're, what are we going to do about it? Is ultimately the question we should be asking ourselves. What are we mm. going to do about it? We've been hit. Mm. It's happened. Um, it's happening. What are we going to do about it? In this episode, we're going to share why we're not trying to just catch up to where we were before COVID nineteen, and hopefully, we can convince you that we should um, take this time to forget, to not forget, to forge and embark on a a path to a destination that would have been worth going to before this all started. Mm. So um, Mm. let's talk about, and our title today is New Normal, How to Grow in Toxic Times. Is it possible to grow in toxic times? That's a question, you know? Yeah. We, we, we put it as we put it as a title, uh, thinking that it's possible. 
um, we're trying to see that the, the glass half uh, full mm -hmm. and we're trying to see like, what can we do with this, uh, this world that I was like, I say before, like we are living in and this is the generation and this is the times for these times we are alive. Uh, I don't know if different generations, uh, like past generations, uh, had it easier I, I, if i think about it like i don't know if i'd rather live in a in a world war ii environment i don't know if i'd rather live in you would uh, the dark ages environment i don't know if i'd rather so this is these are the times that we're living and many generations are sharing this 2020 where we're talking about the boomers we're talking about millennials we're talking about gen c's uh, i think alpha. um alpha oh my oh my goodness oh my goodness yes 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 now millennials we millennials are a little old um, and and I see your rates right now uh, with the millennial sign behind you in the in your yes. in your in your we are actually social distancing. I'm I'm from I'm I'm home and Rich is home as well. And he's we're FaceTiming, so uh, he has a uh, the office. Well, has well the honestly office though, sign. we are in each other's circles. To be clear, like yes. we're not separate yes. because yes. we're social distancing. We're separate because we live separate places. Because we are in each yes, other's yes. circle. But um, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're saying behind me. Uh, yeah, I have yeah, you an indicator. Have the, you have, of which tribe of I am. Yeah, yeah. It, it, that's that's a millennial tribe. Uh, the office, it's part of the millennial culture, I think. Uh, it's a little Are a they, little also part of the Gen Z culture yes. lately. But it is kind of like uh, like millennials like uh, the good old boomer like rock bands too, you know? Um, I guess it's... I feel, kind of, I feel attacked. Hey, it, it is not part of our generation, but we still like it and embrace it but let's move ahead <laughs> let's move ahead let's do it um, it's the office by the way that's what it says on my it, sign it says it's yes, the, the office. office and i keep telling myself i'm gonna get ruben one i need to get him one already um but yeah, yeah. so ruben you know the reality is toxic times is in our title right but the reality yep. is we we feel the toxicity now we are aware of mm -hmm. it but there has been toxicity before this major event for this capstone yeah. event, there has been toxicity already in our lives and in the lives of others. And so the reality is yeah. we needed a change before this started. We needed a pivot. We needed a transition before this yeah. whole event transpired. But the thing is, yeah. as human beings, we do not like change. And as I say that, we, we mentioned generations and there can be the stereotype of boomers being those people who, you know, are retired or retiring and they're oh, they don't like change. They don't like change. They don't like change. They want to change in the 60s, but they don't want it now. Oh, they're the worst. Mm. You know, they don't want to mm. make room for us. They don't want change. But the reality is not wanting change is an entirely human endeavor. And once we move from the blamey perspective of, oh, them, and look at towards ourselves, whoever we are, we, mm. I, you know, if you say, well, I am the one who, who does not resist change. Um, let's get you in a lab and study you because you're probably from Krypton or something, you know, or you're deceived, oh which is quite likely. Um, yeah. And that's a joke, by the way, um, mm -hmm, for mm -hmm. those who are into Superman. I'm not Sam Lane. I'm not, I don't think. But anyway, here's the point, right? Deep references there. Deep references. Deep cuts. Yeah, deep right. cuts. Because that's, that's a conflict right. in Superman, by the way, that, oh, he's an alien, okay. so we need to study him and contain him. He's not safe. Um, but yeah. anyway, you know, and let's use an illustration. Ruben, take this away. Talk to me about nostalgia and talk to me about um, how we all resist change. I mean, we are, we are 90s kids. I mean, Rich and I, I'm yes. 90, I'm, I was born in 92. Rich Same. born in 92 as well, just a month later. 
Um, but the reality is that sometimes we are biased into like the way that we've been raised and the culture around us, uh, the pop culture and the MTV era in our, in our, in, I guess when it comes to us millennials and we're, we're really used, uh, to, to bash on other generations. I guess that's a normal thing as you were stating that the, the first part that we're going to talk about is the change and how we humans resist change. Like I really love that the best we, we, we tend to say like 90s kids had it the best. I mean, we, we had the best technology. We had the best of two worlds, um, mm -hmm. not the best technology in terms of the advancements, but it was like, we were growing up as technology was booming. You know, uh, I didn't have a phone when I was growing up, uh, a cell phone, not until I was like 13 or 14 years old. And because they did not exist before. And, 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 and back in those times it was just that the phone that you play snake the nokia phone that you play the snake yes really big bricks <laughs> those really big bricks and and space invaders and stuff like that but um it was there were those were different times and sometimes nostalgia can be like uh really deceiving you know when we look back in those times and think like we had it good like the music those in those times were the best and now these kids are listening to this and that like we're becoming slowly like older generation that are bashing on the new generation not willing to embrace the change and if we are not careful and that's where we're we're talking to you with you like last week if we're not careful we're gonna become the thing that we sort to destroy you know mm -hmm. yeah, we are gonna become that and uh i guess I feel, I personally feel that we millennials have a big task of uniting generations and, and giving the next generation the place that they be, they deserve. Uh, because sometimes what happens is when the majority of the generation uh, gets older, they just want to hug into the positions and hug into what is supposed to be uh, done and the things that are supposed to be done. And, and then we become the new boomers in the stereotype of boomers because i have a lot of people that are uh, in in the boomer generation mm -hmm. that are open-minded so yes I, I i'm gonna retract myself and i'm gonna say like the the, the their stereotypical boomer that is not um that is portrayed in, in media that is not willing to to engage with conversations that is always trying to look in the past and we're gonna mm -hmm. become the same that we're wants to be the same that wants to speak to the manager and yes yes yes, yes. that wants to chastise um and ruin someone's life, take a video of someone because they're ruining their latte, you know, supposedly. Um, but maybe come with them wear a mask. And, you know, Oof. you know, hey, listen, like, and now and now that kid got like so much money and she wants the money and it's it's hilarious. Um Dude. but because it's not me. But here's here's and think about this, you know, if you don't believe us, go on the internet, look at the you've seen the memes of what are the best, like the best cartoons from the golden age, you know, Rugrats, our golden yep. age, Rugrats, Doug, Rugrats, yeah. not this new Doug, nonsense. Oh. I realized I was becoming yes. old when I found myself complaining about mumble rap, um, you know, and it's like, my goodness, you know, like <laughs> this isn't for me, you know, it's, it's going to be okay. I mean, like my goodness, you know, like, come on, Lil Wayne, I didn't have that big of, I mean, I didn't love Lil Wayne, but like, it's, you know, it's the thing for each person where, and people before us, there's Xers who are like, nah, man, uh, it's all about Dre and Biggie and mm -hmm. Tupac mm -hmm. and that's real mm -hmm. rap, mm -hmm. not this new stuff. And mm -hmm. there's mm -hmm. always mm -hmm. this mentality. And again, I'm not really into rap. I, for some reason, this, I'm just on that tangent, but let me say this, you know, you, we, you know, you know, like, go ahead, go, go keep, finish, finish your thought, finish your thought. 
was just going to transition to the fact that we needed, again, we needed change before COVID-19. Yes. Society, sure. But you and I, the listener, Ruben, Rich, uh, our organizations, ourselves as individuals, our families, we needed change before COVID-19 came in the U.S. and disrupted our lives. We've needed it. Yes. I think what, what we were talking about before, uh, I think a couple of episodes ago, like which a couple of episodes was like a long time ago, months wise. And we talked about how COVID-19 actually showed who we really are. Mm-hmm. And this is kind of like uh, the reality, as you are saying, like we need a change before COVID-19. That's for sure. And COVID-19 was just a cherry on top. It was like the... The, the moment where where the, the veil was like disappearing and we see the real cell are like how we really are who we really are and there there we needed this transition we needed uh we needed to to go to i guess sometimes when 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 we come about when, when we talk about struggles and addictions i've been um, reading a lot about this uh, um i mean we all have struggles difficult uh, things we're going through uh, there's a specialist that say that most people, they need to hit rock bottom in order to realize their current situation. Mm. And I was wondering, maybe maybe COVID-19 was our world like, trying to hit rock bottom. And I, I want to believe that this is kind of hit, hitting rock bottom because otherwise, like, I don't know what else can, can the future bring. And, and thankfully, we know, that who's in, we know who's in control at the end. We know that. Uh, however, I, I, I'm a human being. You know, I'm a human being. And, and, and we need this transition. We were stuck in this, uh, in this world. And, and using the analogy of like the, the movie that we talked about, like Rich, and, uh, this movie is The Matrix. You know, like we are, we're plugged into this world that is not the real thing. And we live our lives thinking like we are having a good life, uh, trying to progress, trying to accomplish, trying to get things. But the reality is we're plugged into a matrix where uh, social media sells us an image. Like when I, when I, when I watched that documentary, man, like the social dilemma made me like realize that it, it is true. Sometimes like now it, it's come, it's gotten to the point that uh, social media, it's really connecting and affecting like for better or for worse, I guess, affecting our um, our mental health. Yeah. Hmm? Interesting. You know, I look forward to watching it. Um, and I, oh, I, I did a spoil it to you. No, actually that's, I'm sure not. Yeah. No, no but we're going to, we're going to watch it in the future. We're just dealing with other stuff at the moment. Um, mm-hmm. and you know, Ruben, um, that being said, you know, even there's there's a lot of things wrong with this world and wrong with the way we do things. Um, for example, there are several rapists who have spent less time in jail than we have spent in quarantine. Mm. Um, convicted, you know? Yeah. He, he did yeah. it. We know he did it. There are witnesses. It was rape. But, you know, and, um, but it, do you want examples? I mean, look up Brock Turner and there are mm. others, but, um, we needed change before COVID. Um, before COVID, our lives needed transition. Before COVID, like you said, we were stuck in the matrix. Before COVID, we were caught up in manipulative cycles, both perpetuating and being manipulated ourselves. We were caught up in unproductive cycles, man. Um, we were caught up in, we weren't living our calling to the fullest. We've talked about that in past episodes. Um, we neglected mission. 
in favor of status quo. Mm. Even if we weren't meaning to, and even if we're trying to do better, there were are ways in which we weren't doing that as organizations, as people. We say we're, oh, I exist to do this, but what are you spending your time doing? What are you spending your effort doing? What are you spending your money doing? Mm. Um, this, this is no. This is by no means like shaming what you're doing or no. not doing. I think. I think it's just at its core, like uh, we are really talking about like that our actions uh, uh, speak louder than our words, but yes. our our being speak louder than our actions. Like they they they're they're supposed to be in tune. Uh, we're by no means saying like we need to change. We need to do more things. Uh, I guess um, as I just want to clarify that. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I guess what I'm trying to say is what we're trying to say is we get to do more things, you know, as we're, yeah. st you're stuck in the muck of where you are right now. It's a toxic situation with COVID and everything. Um, my friend, we've, we've been stuck in other muck that we haven't realized. And what I'm listing is that muck. What I'm listing is that difficulty that we can have freedom from, have victory mm -hmm. from. And it's not mm -hmm. a have to, it's a, Listen, we aren't okay. <laughs> We're not okay. Mm. When I say this to you, there's various aspects of future lives at any moment that aren't okay. And if we were able to find victory from them, it would be a major relief, a major liberation. Yep. And so I guess this call is um, for this episode is like, hey, my friends, as we pursue a new normal, um, as we grow in toxic times, you can be more free than you are now. You can be more liberated. You can be more healthy. You can be more aware than you are now. It is possible. And this is a time when we are forced to change anyway. So why don't we change for the better, for freedom, for liberty, for growth? Um, and that, that's the encouragement. You know what I'm saying? Like if we can move to hunker down, we can move to grow. Um, we can find that strength from outside of ourselves. And I think it's worthwhile, man. There's a lot to be we, free we can. from. We can. Um, I guess there's this uh, thing that it's also innate to human uh, human nature. That is this resilience. Like, like we, let, let, let's think about it for a moment. Like, okay. things are awful. We're tired. You are tired. I'm tired. We're tired with our, like, our ministerial endeavors. We're tired with our, like, how life is happening. Like, mm -hmm. I am tired, at least. I don't want to speak for you, but I'm, I'm kind of... I'm exhausted, uh, We bro. are tired, yet we are here. Yes. Yet we are here. You are here. You that are listening right now, you are tired. And don't 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 try to think that we are having a good here in COVID. Like we are no. struggling. Yeah. Sometimes I, it takes a lot of time for me to just open my eyes and realize this is a new day. I, I don't want to go into detail, but like we all have our struggles. Mm -hmm. Here we're not talking, think, telling you like this ideal world where, uh, like you need to you change your mind and, and and it's not like there's a subreddit that is thanks I'm cured that there's uh, thanks I'm cured uh, that 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 shows people like giving motivational speeches that are like oh you are not depressed you're just sad smile and your depression will go away you know I, we're, I'm not trying I'm not trying to say that to you I'm well, not thanks, trying to I'm tell cured you that, now yeah, thanks I'm cured that's that's a whole subreddit of people giving advice <laughs> that is not really advice it's just like he oh actually you're not poor there. yeah you're not poor you're just lazy pretty much no, I'm not we're oh, not telling thanks. that we're, I'm cured we, thanks I'm cured yeah thanks I'm, I'm rich now you know like well, you're rich. I'm, I'm ruined. Uh, <laughs> this is clarity. <laughs> this is clarity. So, so, so the the reality that I see now is not a reality that is uh, giving you this uh, uh, 
theology of prosperity that everything will be fine and, and the bible is actually a really realistic book it's not it's not giving you like a, like a a fake hope uh, or a fake uh, promises that they won't deliver like those MLMs or pyramid schemes that they, they, they promise to get, get you rich, like really quick and stuff like that. But uh, we are telling you that life sucks. <laughs> it does. Currently it does. Yes. Yet life can be meaningful. Even if you think that there's no exit there. Mm-hmm. Um, toxicity, it is really contagious. I mean, when you get uh, into a toxic behavior, it's really hard to, 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 to change that. But I guess my, 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 following the analogy of toxicity, the, the, the good way to, to, to disappear is not like to, to stay there, but to open, open the windows, open the doors, let the clean air get into your life, into, in, into your world. And you, you'll see how toxicity will slowly disappear. Uh, it's not going to be a, a one moment like, uh, like a Cinderella transformation. But you're going to notice that as you're starting, and that's a, a CBT, it's a, a, a cognitive behavioral therapy, beautiful uh, way to framework how, how we can progress. Um, as you start doing one more thing, just think about one more thing that you can do in your day. Just implement mm-hmm. one more thing. Just clean like uh, one thing. Just pick up one thing or just uh, do one good thing to a person. You're going to see how that is connected with your thoughts and with your behaviors. Uh, we're going to see that we can collective start, like if we are Christians, proclaiming that the kingdom of God is not about knowing it all, but uh, living it in our fullest. So um, uh, there's potential. We are not telling you that we have it good. We're telling you that everything goes for our own good because we believe in that. Mm. So ultimately, Ruben, thank you, brother. And hitting that, you know, there will always be toxic times around us. And with Ruben and I and our, our particular persuasion understanding of scripture and what we've discovered, it's going to get worse outside. It's going to get more and more toxic. But the toxicity yeah. that we can have freedom from is the toxicity within and our toxicity with how we manage that so that we can grow and be and not get into our life where we'll be free from external toxicity, but instead one in which we better manage the external toxicity because of what we've done internally. And also part of our internal life is how we process the external. Um, Part of me is how I prioritize you, how I treat you, Mm -hmm. what I expect from you and what I accept or reject from you. Um, Mm -hmm. So accepting the good, Accepting the, hey, mm-hmm. Rich, I, I love you, man, and you're a valuable person. Accepting that's important, um, yeah. if you ever were to say that to me. Um, but I'm just, I, I'm I, just playing. I but do, and, and, and I'm sometimes... Just I'm not begging it, right now. It, we yeah, don't have to do this yeah. on air, but... Got, got, got it, got it. <laughs> well, you know, and, and this is where we're going through, like, yeah. before the moment of clarity. Um, what is our role here? Like, us? I, I guess I'm speaking about myself a a millennial um i am uh, a person that i i believe that the 90s were beautiful times as we were growing up uh, alongside technology alongside uh, some advancements uh we had uh, a beautiful time also playing outside and also using uh starting to use uh windows and and you know like learning how to use powerpoint and stuff game boy colors okay nintendo 64 yes oh awesome now nostalgia we shouldn't we shouldn't get 
uh, deceived by nostalgia. Mm. We are here. Uh, I feel, I believe that we millennials have the biggest part in this whole process. I believe that we have to be the bridge in this change. Because the title of this, of this episode is New Normal, How to Grow in Toxic Times. The only way to grow in toxic times is to grow together. Mm. Like the, the only way to grow in, in, as a society, we are created as social beings, is, uh, is first taking the steps of, of social distancing, but not socially disconnecting ourselves from other people. Mm. Uh, I, I, I value social distancing. I don't, I don't value social isolation. Come on now. Um, we need to. We need to. We need to consider that we are not to be isolated. I've been reading a, a lot of like forums of people that uh, yesterday I, I was actually uh, checking and read it, and people say like uh, a person said, "I love." Uh, I mean, twenty twenty has been the years for the introvert, and the introverts will will love it. And then the, the, another person down there commented and said, "You know, I myself, I'm an introvert, and I thought that too during the first months of this pandemic. Mm. I was." quote unquote, enjoying it. But then I realized that even me as an introvert, I need some social interaction. Even me as an introvert, I need to feel that I'm part of this society because I started to be feel uh, depressed. I started to feel with anxiety. I, I felt like I couldn't connect with people. And, and I myself thought that I needed to be isolated because I am a person that is an introvert. I myself, I'm an introvert. And it's been really hard for me uh, because at first I was thinking, this is awesome. I don't have to deal with people. I don't have to deal with church members. But then I realized, no, no, no. I mean, we are social beings. Um, you, your interactions may be either um, you are uh, a person that is an introvert, an extrovert, but that doesn't change the fact that we're social beings. And as we are growing, we need to grow together. Uh, as we are growing, we need to open the, the windows and our doors of our home so toxicity won't stay there. Uh, we need to find a way to, in, even in these times of uh, social distancing, physical distancing, not to be disconnected. And, and we as, as millennials, we, not, we don't need to, like toxicity comes when we deny and, and the, the, the next generations and we think that our, our reality applies to everybody as a blanket statement. We as millennials, we need to open the doors, beat the bridges, let opportunities flow from, for other generations. Even if our time of reigning, quote unquote, or, or our reigning time won't be too long, if, if it'll be worth it. I think I, I know it'll be worth it. Amen, man. Ultimately, you know, if in the body, if one part of the body is taking over additional functions <clears throat> and neglecting and taking away from others. That's called swelling, you know, mm. and it's never healthy. It's never good for the other parts of the body or the part of the body doing the swelling. If we're a body, mm. we need all of the body having equal opportunity or pr proportionate opportunity and responsibility and growth and resources. And, um, you know, that's that's part of our calling. It's a beautiful metaphor in scripture. And I think independent of your relationship with scripture, this is what we're called to in life for all to have a seat at the table. And independent of your journey with faith, we all know that selfishness is the enemy. And selfishness is something that conflicts. Um, I've had recent conversations negotiating our Thanksgiving time. And um, I am going down, we are going down to Florida with my fam, to see my family, and it's mm -hmm. it's very high risk area. Um, 
and we've negotiating, you know, who's there and what's going on with them, et cetera. And, um, you know, I have family that's not going to come to the meal. Um, Mm. so it's because there's that difficulty of risk and different perceptions of it. Um, but Hey, as we're getting to our moments of clarity here and wrapping up, I know you have to get to the office here. Um, and I need Mm -hmm. to run give scout a run this morning. Our, let's talk about our moments of clarity for this episode. I think we've alluded to them already, but let's state them outright. Yeah. Um, for one moment of clarity is that, uh, and by moments of clarity, it's been a while. We are not uh, saying that we have the clarity. Mm. We say like, this is something that I found it uh, useful for my own life. So we, it's not, we have the answer. This no. is not the answer. It is my answer is Rich's answer. Uh, and, and we hope that, this will resonate with you. If not, like, yeah. feel free to to let us know what is your moment of clarity during these times. But it's something okay, that for, it's a time in which things became more clear for us, and the thing that yeah. helps clarify parts of our lives. Yes, yes, exactly. So ahead, uh, the first thing is, I we believe that change comes at every time in our lives. So uh, we are constantly growing. There's no time and, and moment in our lives where we're not growing or in movement. Uh, if we're stuck in our ways uh, of doing things and we are not willing to listen, willing to uh, take a pulse of what's going on in the world and, and just living in an isolated moment, we are in trouble. Uh, change comes in every single time. And, and it is frustrating to know like every single time, yes, every week you have to work out. You have to eat healthy. It's not the point that you ate healthy for the whole year. Mm. You've, or there's no point like oh I already worked out for the, for the whole year for the whole century you know mm. no because like th- th- that, that change that constant uh, push needs to happen that somehow that's how God created us to to constantly be on motion to constantly be and I guess motion also pushes us to 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 be connected with other people and not to just think that oh we have all our food for, for a year we're not connecting with everybody or so I guess things Things uh, take time and grow. Uh, the growth uh, portion, it is a lifelong process. Just I had to deal with it. I had to realize that it's not about what I do for this week. It's a constant thing and just embrace the change as much as I can um, and just be prepared and, and ask God for, for patience. So that's, that's, this is what helps me to, to, to stay uh, alive and, and, partially saying during these times. Awesome, man. Be prepared. Anyway, that was a more nostalgia. That was a really mm. bad, that was a really bad scar. But, um, mm. okay. So for me, you know, this is not a time, and Ruben, thank you for that. Like, this is a time to remember that this change thing is we're dedicating ourselves to change. It's not so that we can pay into it like social security and then not have to change anymore. That, yeah, it's part of life and an embrace of life. And for me, you know, I've seen, like I've shared it already. This is not a time to get back to where we were. Mm. Um, that rarely there is, there's rarely ever a time for that. There's a time where we can do that in some way, in some minute form. But um, for example, there's a time in which you did have intimacy with God and you look back, it's like, I want intimacy on that level as before. But that mm-hmm. doesn't mean you completely bring your life in every way to where it was before because is likely mm-hmm. there is, even if it's going to be 98% back, there's still going to be that 2% that 
that was toxic before yes. that you want to get rid of. And that 2% could be yes. huge. Like, but yeah, yes. that 2% of my life in which I was, you know, uh, I was thinking of things that were bad, but they kept being horrific too, too much to say. Like, so anyway, <laughs> um, like I don't want to joke about serial killers, but anyway, um, no, this is not a time to try to catch back to where we were, but instead it's a time to transition to where we should have been in the first place. And I very, I don't like to use that word should, but it's where we could have been, where we were going, where it would have been best in the first place. This is, and I have a benediction on that. Um, yeah. It's a little like this, you know, may you take inventory and find the strength outside of yourself needed to begin a journey towards the best you. And it's a journey. It's when Ruben said, you'll keep on going on. May you not simply shelter from the winds of this great storm, but instead use them to sail closer to your ultimate destination. Beautiful, beautifully stated. Um, I really appreciate you, Rich, writing the benedictions. You're really uh, crafty with the words. And uh, may you take inventory and find the strength outside of yourself. You know, it's not only about you. It's not only about me, it's about us. And if you are a, a, a Christian believer, it's about like how God empowers us during this difficult time. So keep on going. Don't give up. Uh, and don't give up on humanity either. <laughs> we are here together uh, for for this uh, for this time, for this appointed time. And there's a, there's a sense of purpose. Thank you, Rich. Um, uh, this has been the conclusion of our episode uh, 28. Uh, you guys can connect with us. You can always rate review and share we're on your favorite podcatcher we're on your favorite social media outlet if you find us clarity with rich and ruben you'll you'll find us uh and we're really thankful uh thank you for uh giving us an opportunity of being part of your life for this episode stay tuned for more i'm ruben and i'm rich and this was clarity <laughs>